I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Looks like Tollywood is the new cool. While scrolling through the new and hot section of Netflix, you will find NTR Junior and Ram Charan's RRR trending at the top. And honestly, it is unsurprising at a time when Tollywood and the South Indian industry has pushed the boundaries of cinematic magnificence and attracted a large following. Last week, we told you how Netflix is losing subscribers like never before, so it is desperate to attract more subscribers to its platform. As it struggles to reduce rates any lower, it is turning to alternative techniques. Netflix revealed its intentions to go live earlier this month, and lately its focus is now entirely on regional language content, notably South Indian films. As per the CEO Reed Hastings, Netflix has been disappointed by its underachievement in India compared to its other territories. So this new drive towards the south comes at a time when the need for expansion has become even more imperative. Netflix's timing couldn't be better though. The popularity of South Indian films is skyrocketing. There is no denying that the audience is in for a mass factor which basically includes a larger than life narrative, intriguing subplots and astounding visual appeal. And this can be found in most South Indian films, especially Tollywood movies. I'm sure you remember SS Rajamouli's Bahubali Saga. Irrespective of the language barrier, the fictional film changed the face of Tollywood cinema even internationally. Audiences like Mass and the South delivers Mass. Interestingly, the South Indian film industry has managed to captivate pan-India audiences to such an extent that the film of even top-ranked Bollywood actors are unable to keep up with the craze bestowed on the former. Take for instance the fall of Ranveer Singh's starer Jayesh Bhai Jordar against a Kannada language period action movie KGF Chapter 2. So Netflix pursuing Telugu and Tamil content and approving at least 6 South Indian projects might be a risky move but seems like a wise one. Plus according to the Times of India report Mahesh Babu's Sarkaru Varipata has smashed the box office numbers since its release on May 12. South Indian cinema has mastered the skill of creating pan-India films that cater to both national and international audiences. As reported by Business Standard, even Bollywood's biggest star Salman Khan says that it is the heroism in South cinema that draws viewers to the theaters nowadays, which is absent in Hindi films. So the question is, will Bollywood make a comeback soon or will the South Indian film industry retain its lead? Guess only time will tell. For the next few minutes you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. I am Farheen Khan and here is the deep dive for 25th May 2022. The Indian startup ecosystem is hurting. Only a couple of weeks back we told you how India has become the third largest ecosystem for startups after the United States and China. India acquired its 100th unicorn earlier this month but there's some trouble in paradise according to multiple reports indian startups are bleeding with employees bearing the brunt of the agony startups have dismissed over 5000 workers this year alone according to money control data 
After a two-year-long smooth ride, startups have turned to removing non-core divisions, rationalizing marketing and advertising spends, and are compelled to resort to a hiring freeze. It appears that Indian startups have hit a snag. The unprecedented layoffs are occurring as a result of the U.S. Fed's rate hikes, which have caused a downturn in global capital flows affecting startup liquidity. Additionally, supply networks have also been disrupted by an increase in prices and global lockdowns. Overall, the general mood appears to be all gloom and doom. For example, Indian tech startups, including unicorns like Cast24, Vedantu, Mfine, and Misho, have sacked roughly 6,000 individuals in the last few months as they seek to reduce capital burn. And this is not just an India-centric problem. Globally as well, companies including Thrasio, OnDeck, Robinhood, and Cameo have all dismissed several employees. In addition, Gorillas, a German on-demand grocery delivery app, is also laying off half of its workers. According to industry experts, new-age businesses account for more than half of IPL advertising. Hence, IPL ad opportunities are also being affected by startup funding issues. Plus, the only alternative for startups is to cut marketing spend, which is naturally having a direct effect on IPL. While startups in India are suffering, IT service companies such as Tata Consultancy Services, Infosys, Wipro and HCL are seeing a comeback of many workers. According to the Economic Times, 40-50% to 50% of staff quitting startups are now being recruited by IT firms and global captive centers. The Economic Times report also revealed that the Indian IT industry witnessed high attrition in the last quarter, with TCS reporting 17.4%, Infosys at 27.7%, HCL Technologies with 21.9%, Wipro at 23.8% and Tech Mahindra at 24%. However, it looks like the glass is half full. According to a survey released by Seal HR Services, the recent job layoffs in the startup ecosystem could be an isolated phenomenon because hiring intent remains strong in the sector. Furthermore, reportedly young talent is still interested in joining tech startups, but they are becoming more aware of the situation and asking questions as a result of layoffs and fundraising freezes. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.